in light of me seeing what I've been doing on the podcast, I've decided to make it 10 minute podcast on different subjects. So like baseball, basketball, social events, or anything in the contemporary world. And I feel like that'll be more beneficial and that way I won't be shortchanging, you know, and kind of like if somebody doesn't want to watch some, listen to something about baseball, basketball, they could listen to something about social events. Or if they do like listening to that, I could do that. Maybe I'll switch it up, learn into a new sport. But I feel like that'll be that, that, that'll be the best going forward. That way I'll be, I'll do 10 minutes every day on a different subject. And just do that consistently. So one week I'll do all seven days. Just uploading a podcast. Then the next week, all seven days. I'll do that for like a month. And see how it goes. See how it's received. Because I feel like long form podcast, yes, it's good. But it's only good where like you got the exposure of either people already know you. Because podcasts are getting saturated. Doing a podcast now, if you're not famous or if you don't got notoriety or if you don't have people in the community that you know and that will help out for you or that they'll bring you on their podcast, you've been on another podcast, or if you don't have a YouTube channel or things like that, you know, you're starting a podcast and that's your only thing. No YouTube channel, no nothing. Just trying to a pure podcast without having anything behind. So I'll try to go into this form. I'm pretty sure it's a form that many people have already seen. And um, to see how it goes, I'll see for now. But today I will start on the topic. So starting today, I will upload. I know I said it consistently that I would be consistent. But I feel like with this 10 minute form. It'll be the best thing for me. And everybody has 10 minutes to spare in their life. And if you don't have 10 minutes, my goodness, you must be the world's richest person. Because if you don't have a single time, not even 10 minutes to spare in your day, the time management must be crazy. But then again, that's just my opinion. Is it a good opinion? For me, yeah. For others, may not be. But I'll start with the topic I feel I'm just not the strongest with, but the most confident in recent news knowing about. So it will be baseball. World Series finished a few days ago. Houston Astros finally, I guess I'm saying, redeemed themselves. From not winning a World Series without cheating. Because um, it, it, it was a... People have said it is a taint in their name. It's something that blurs people's visions when looking at the Astros. That's why the Astros aren't the... I guess the love team of the MLB. They're not that team, the dominant team that's just dominating like the... Like the 98 Yankees were dominating. So them not have not being able to like go out and like 
fully support their win over the World Series. I feel like it was a so like a chip on their shoulders because although they like people said the AL goes through the Astros, they've been in the AL championship for six years in a row. Like undeniably, they are good. People are saying that they are they're a dynasty. Um, and no, they are not a dynasty. Cause it would it would be crazy to think that. Cause like, yes, they are dominant, but they're like, it would be um, how would you say? I guess it would be saying like um, Cleveland was a dynasty when LeBron came back and he only won one championship with them. Like although like LeBron was in the world, the NBA Finals year in and back like that didn't make that team a dynasty because they won one championship the Astros have won two yes and so I it's just it's just something like okay they've made it to the end but it's like if you go along by those terms then LeBron's the greatest of all time because he's been to the finals more than Jordan and Jordan but Jordan's won more consistently in the finals but he hasn't made it to the finals as much. Or for that sake, he hasn't made it to the... Dang. He hasn't made it to his respective divisions. Eastern Conference. There you go. Eastern Conference Championship. Oh, I really drew a blank on that. But he hasn't made it like to that as much as LeBron. But LeBron isn't the greatest. Jordan's the greatest because of his his fame, his name, um, the impact he made. Like when people talk about impact right now, Steph Curry's impact is way bigger than LeBron's. Like people are going around; they're not going around like Kobe Bryant's impact was bigger than LeBron's. Everyone was going around yelling Kobe whenever they're shooting anything. Nobody's yelling LeBron. Nobody's saying, "Oh, I want to play like LeBron." Like LeBron, physically, and Technically and skill-wise, yes, he could be considered one of the best of all time. I wouldn't say greatest because there's plenty above him. It's just his dom- his dominance when it comes to his body and how he dominates the paint, how he could dominate any aspect of the game if he focused on that. But, he's, but he sacrifices that at the extent of overexerting himself and not being able to come up when... His team would need him the most. And if he does, like, yes, you can score 30, 40 before the end of the third quarter. Or you can score 40 at the end of the game. But if you scored that at the beginning of the game and your team was up by 10, but then at the fourth quarter, your team is down by 10 and you only score, let's say, seven points in the quarter, like, and then in the first quarter, you scored, like, 18, 15. Like, that's just a difference of, it's just that mentality to finish it off. Not that mentality to over, to have dominance throughout the whole game. You have to have that men- And I feel like, um, and people always complain, oh, man, I've really trailed off from, uh, but I'm adjusting to this format. So let me forget that. Let me go back to baseball. The Astros, they 
had a dom they had a dominant path throughout the whole playoff. Like my goodness, like they really showed their dominance. They only lost two games in all the playoffs. Like and it was ridiculous the way they did it. So yes, the the I feel like they did like erase that that the team that black ink the chip on their shoulders they should be able to freely go around we won the world series we are a dominant team and i heard news dusty baker is coming back which i find kind of ridiculous he was only coming back if they won the world series and it just shows that he's right now like he's chasing championships as in chasing championships i mean like um he's um chasing the name of it because if the Astros would have lost if they would have had an embarrassing season he wouldn't have came came back like he would have left and it's like he's only coming back because he sees the team strong they gave Jordan an extension they're keeping him they're keeping their main core Verlander will opt out but he might opt back in after getting another major contract after this dominant season which he is going to be the Cy Young so it just goes to show like um oh Next next season in baseball will be interesting. Like I said, uh, if you haven't heard the previous podcast on um, the new rules, new bases, um, pitch clock, um, shift, uh, adjustments to the shift, restrictions to the shift, as you you could call it. Like um, it's all something that's gonna heavily affect the sport. Seeing which teams will dominate. Like I feel like there will be an underdog team that will dominate this whole that will dominate the season. What team it is, I don't know. Like um. Uh, um, word was going around that people, um, I really don't like how the Astros won the World Series and people were like, oh my gosh, they were the best team all season. People weren't saying that. People were saying, oh my gosh, the Dodgers are the most dominant team this season. But then again, the Astros are the, as you could call it, regular season kings. Because when it comes to the playoffs, they are absolutely shit. They don't got nothing to show for them being so dominant in the regular season. When it comes to the playoffs, yes, they have moments of greatness, but... After that, that's it. Like, the Dodgers are, people call them a successful organization, but they don't get to the end. People always say it's World Series or bust for them. Well, it seems like it's always bust. Like, people are saying they won the Mickey Mouse championship. So, it just, it's just like, in that, like, they're, they're, they're similar to the Astros in that they have an asterisk on one of their championships. So, will another championship make this Dodgers team back into the greatness? No, it won't. Because, like, it's kind of amazing that you spend so much. You have all these top players. Craig Turner, Mookie Betts, Justin Turner. I'm not going to say Cody Bellinger because he absolutely fell from grace. He's one of those flashes in the pan. Yeah, flashes, flash. I don't really know the same, but, yes, that's what he was. And... It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, keeping him will be a liability for the Dodgers. Like, the Dodgers had... They still had Kershaw. Kershaw was dominating. Like, um... Andrew Heaney. He was... Like, all their pitchers. Catterday. Tony Gonsolin. Like... My goodness. And, um... I, I think it's Luis Arise. No, it's not Luis Arise. Um... Oh, man. Like, um... But the Dodgers are just one of those teams where they have um they signed all these dominant people like they have all these stars on their team but they really can't do anything about it and they're 
these top teams. Like, I'm a Yankees fan, but I don't go around saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series every year. I have faith that they're going to make it far, but my goodness, like, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, it's that's why I do give the Mets some slack because, yes, they do sign these major contracts. Yes, they have, um, uh, oh, Julio Rios is the player. My fault. So, but the best catcher in the NL, Will Smith, they have Gavin Lux. Like, they have all these good people, and it's just, I just feel like if people don't see now that they're just a regular season king, then I don't know what people are looking at, because in that sense, I would say the Astros are more dominant than the Dodgers. At least they make it to, as people call it, the dance every every year. They make it to the dance, and it's like, and it's like, come on, like, if but people always go like, oh my gosh, the Dodgers are going to be so good. But they haven't proved anything. Like, oh oh my, even they could go undefeated in the regular season. And I would still have no confidence in them winning the World Series. And it's just kind of ridiculous that I could say that because it just doesn't make sense. Like, but now, um, since I already talked about the two top teams. I guess I have to talk about um, the Yankees and the absolute embarrassment that they did by getting swept by the Astros. Aaron Judge, he he was a disappointment. If anybody says otherwise, it's ridiculous. People are blaming Josh Donaldson for really, but Josh Donaldson had a better postseason than Aaron Judge. And if people are like, oh my gosh, Josh Donaldson struck out the most critical times. Aaron Judge was the leadoff hitter for most of the time. And he couldn't get on base to save his life when the postseason started. Striking out nine times. And people are like, oh my gosh, he's going to turn it around. I had faith that he was going to turn it around. But no, he hit one. He hit, I think, three home runs. Oh my goodness. Uh, like he hit... Like, he hit one home run in the game, and people are like, oh, my goodness, he's turning around. And then fly out, strike out, fly out. Like, it, and it's just um, everybody's biggest fear happened with the Yankees. Isaiah kind of for left made an error, made errors on important plays. Um, probably a play that did cost the game, but he's not the only one to blame. Yes, Josh Donaldson did bad by. I don't like when people single out one bad one player who did really bad in the postseason, but I'm sorry, there's not enough star power to protect you from you being bad in the postseason, and it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but then again, both players are going to be the NL MVP and AL MVP. Aaron Judge, the AL MVP, he did real fucking bad. Um, Paul Goldschmidt did real fucking bad. So, Nolan Arenado, another, a runner-up for the MVP, did real fucking bad if it went through the postseason, the MVP for the end of the year. Um, Manny Machado would have won for the NL and for the AO. It would have been judged because no one else, like, your Don did real bad. He did good for the Mariners game, but then he went to sleep. And that, like, but at least he contributed during those games. So, mm, I feel like it's also right to talk about 
who would have been the a the MVP if the Yankees did win, and that is Harrison Bader. He absolutely smashed everybody's expect um, expectations. That one error he had in the outfield was completely Aaron Judge's fault. He always thinks he has to go and cover for the center fielder. I don't. I guess since he he is a great fielder, but when you have a star center fielder who is most certainly several notches above you in that center field position, you cannot do that. And that was a costly error. But Harrison Bader in the bat on the defense, he did absolutely amazing, and that really impressed me. Um, Oswaldo. Cabrera got exposed in left field. My goodness, some of those plays, him trying to backhand catch on a slide where he could have tried to make a basket catch or dove straight on to try to get it is kind of ridiculous. Like, and I just feel like his inexperience in left field really showed him up. Like, his bat, it really went to sleep. It started to come alive a little. He did start to not. I can't I can't say he started to perform. He did do got a couple hits, but besides that, my goodness, he did bad on Giancarlo Stanton. He came up in big game. He he came up big. He hit a lot of clutch hits like he was doing. He did well. Like he didn't do he didn't I feel like people are underestimating what he did because he didn't explode like how Giancarlo Stanton could explode in the playoffs. He didn't carry the team on his back. That responsibility was given to Anthony Rizzo because right after Harrison Bader is Rizzo, and Rizzo did amazing. So, um, who else should I talk about? Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, um, he did better. Um, he didn't show that $300 million contract good, but he did real good in some of those games. Um, he had some, you know, one some costly pitches that he really dominated the the ALDS. He really came back and really showed that he he can do better. So, Nestor Cortez, um, he actually did amazing on coming in on short rest. His first game, yeah, that was it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. And then that game where he gave up the three-run home run. First of all, they should have taken him out. And I feel like, I, if I'm remembering right, I believe it was game two, game three. I feel like they should have taken him out because that was incre- They knew something was wrong, but they saw his VLO go down. But they decided to leave him in. Um, but this offseason is going to be interesting. All the trade prospects. Trey Turner going on the market is going to be, he's going to get a bigger contract than Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is going to be looking for money, so what team he goes to, um, Minnesota might sign him for another outrageous amount where he underperformed, um, but I have to see when um things are confirmed or rumors aren't rumors anymore, but um, the Houston Astros um didn't sign back Will Smith, their relief pitcher, and Trey Mancini. Oh, um, I'm going. I went over almost by double the time, but you see what happens when you're interested in something. But hey, I'll check back with you guys tomorrow, and I hope you guys. Oh, I also decided to rename the podcast because um I realized what I do is a lot of ranting, so it's just Sway's ranting again. So see ya. Thanks.